What do you call two guys that were there when this happened? Back to return at Spurlock. Michael Spurlock at the 10. He's to the 20. He's to the 25. Or the 30. To the 40-yard line. We could see history. 50, 40, to the 30-yard line. Run, Michael. Run, Michael. Run, Michael. Run. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. There you go. And that 62-yard field goal attempt. It is good. Let's go. Eagles. Who can forget? Again, I'm looking again. Those up the middle. That's hey, intercepted at the Derek 30. Brooks. Derek Brooks, 30. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Derek Brooks, the most valuable player in the National Football League. There it is. The dagger's in. We're going to win the Super Bowl. We call them the Salty Dogs. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Salty Dogs podcast. Guy, I feel like I haven't been around in a long time. That bye weekend was nice. It is solid. This is our post bye version of the podcast which means we don't have a game to talk about no but there's plenty going on let's start with this one okay jpp i know i was just uh, it's funny we got we, we did uh bruce arian's show earlier and uh he was saying that having him back just the leadership quality is, yeah. is but he's been i guess most people don't realize he has been around yeah Early on in this the season, when he was still going through some of that rehab, he wasn't around that much. But in recent weeks, he has been. And we He's all been on the practice. Field. And we know when players are injured, they have a tendency not to. Some of them really hang around all that much. Yeah, it's, you kind of feel out of it, you know. For sure, I've heard players say yeah. that when you you know you're still there, you're in the building, but you just don't feel like a part of it. Yeah, if it's an extended amount of time. I think it's also right. like guys don't want to. You know, get in the way. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. You right. don't want to think about the game the itself. Guy. Yeah, that guy. Uh, but JPP was back on the practice field. He actually mm-hmm. did a couple of what you'd call practices last week, even though the team wasn't here. A couple practice squad linemen mm-hmm. were probably volunteered to, to take part in him, and the coaches were out there. Coach Arian said he was out there, and he was in pads going up one-on-one against these guys. So that doesn't sound like taking it easy to me. Mm. Well, and, I, well, I would think you would have to know pretty quick. Yeah, and, and then he comes back. The other part of that, lots of times when a guy's come, guy comes back from a lengthy injury, the second day or the second week is really the be- the most telling thing. So if he'd have come back now with some sort of setback or he's really sore or something, that would have been bad. But according to Bruce and JPP, who talked in practice today, he feels great. He was he had no limitations in practice. He could do whatever. I mean, did did you think it was going to happen this way? Because this no. is basically exactly what they said yeah. all the way back to May, like yeah. mid October. I thought he was done. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, for for at least most of this year, I didn't think he'd be back in October. Yeah, I, I thought, thought we'd get him at the end of November. Yes, maybe for maybe for the month of December. Yeah, I always feel like teams, and we're, this is the one I'm around, so this team tends to say the most optimistic course of action yeah. that could happen, and it oftentimes doesn't happen that way. Well, like you, with Kendall Beckwith last year. Yeah, and you kind of have to go with what the player tells you also. Well, that's true. You know, how they feel about it and what they think, and, you know, some guys are faster healers than others. I never understood that, but it's I don't true. I it either, yeah. But there's some people that just, yeah, and their makeup it just works out. JPP was in the locker room a little while ago, and we're doing this on Tuesday. The Bucks had a bonus practice on Tuesday, so we had yep. up in the locker room, and he was talking to the media, and... um Somebody said not too many people could come back from a neck fracture. He says, and he said this, okay, so he brought it up. All right. Yeah, well, not too many people come back from blowing up their hand either. So, you know, which he did. And he know. And I was just going to say, the thing is that there's a guy that believes in himself. That's true. And there's a guy that is not going to let anything 
stop him from getting to where he needs to go. Yeah. You know, you remember Mike Allstott, neck, I, neck issue. You were, when, when you said to not many people, I was just about to say Mike Allstott. That ended his career. Yes. Um, and, you know, I think you get to a certain point where with some neck injuries, it's just a safety issue. You know, it just doesn't make sense to keep playing football. Yeah. Um, but that's good. You know, it would be nice to have him back. He was also asked about playing with Shaq Bear because those two haven't been on the field together right. yet. And that, that will be interesting. And I, I've had people ask me in, in letters and so on, What's it going to mean for the other guys when JPP comes back? If you remember, if you recall, the last few years, JPP was one of these guys who, like, barely comes off the field. Mm -hmm. in, in New York in 17, he led all defensive linemen in snaps played. And then he was something similar to that again last year, even though he fought through about six different injuries over the second half of the season, ended up with 12 and a half sacks, of course. <clears throat> so this is a guy that I wouldn't think right away he would come back and play 80% of the snaps, right? Probably yeah. becomes gradual, but at some point. Well, I think you have to go again back to how is the player feeling? You know, I mean, are they going to say, okay, we're going to have a set number of plays? Maybe that's a question we'll ask Bruce. Is there? Yeah, is, you're not going to get that answer. No, but is it, you know, are they, Are is the training staff, is someone saying, all right, maybe you should go 30 and let's see how you feel? Or yeah. you just, the adrenaline of the game, Well, you go, hey, I just, I got to find out. Let's yeah, just do I'm it. I'm already at 30 and I feel yeah. fine, so let's go 40. We'll see. Um, we'll also, that's basically, that's the exact words that both Coach and JPP said today. We'll see when it comes to whether or not he plays this weekend against Tennessee. I think a very telling piece of information is that after the team cut last week at the beginning of the bye week we cut Devonte bond and, and bobo miller mm -hmm. no no bobo wilson <laughs> bobo wilson we're gonna have scotty miller you, I, 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 I just got miller say, on the brain yeah the not reason, that either not that uh, kind of miller yes but not uh, miller light yes but uh, i was gonna say there's a reason why you said that bobo wilson like, bobo but it's wilson. one of those things as soon as you say like i just said something wrong yeah. what, what was it yeah and you noticed i paused i gave you, you a, gave chance a chance to <laughs> recoup <laughs> i appreciate that yeah we're welcome you're like uh you like, teach I'm, me how to ride a bike, and I'm I just, fell, and you just gave me a minute to stand back up. Yeah. If I rushed to you, you'd be crying. My, so yeah. <laughs> I my, just my waited. My skinned up, but I haven't noticed yet. Yep. Um, Bobo Wilson was released, and Devontae Bond on the same day. Mm -hmm. Bobo, a wide receiver, was almost immediately replaced on the 53-man roster with the promotion of another wide receiver, Amara Darbo. Yet the spot that was cleared by getting rid of outside linebacker Devontae Bond has still, to this point, not been filled. Uh, it seems kind of like a kind of pretty telling hint to me i think it's i think it's strong but i also think they are you know last week he practiced a little bit so now this week they get an extra Let's bonus day yeah. it's because you know it's like anything else it, you know when you work out you feel pretty good but then 48 hours later you're a little more stiff and well, say earlier yeah mm -hmm. so he's probably gonna be rusty here's here's another thing that could be two different questions you could activate him before the game this week and still make a decision whether or not to play oh, yeah. him on Sunday. I mean, two two games ago in New Orleans, Devin White was active as he was coming back for his injury, but they didn't actually put him in the game. He was just there for emergency. Right. And then in Carol in, in London against Carolina, safety Mike Edwards had tweaked a hamstring. According to Bruce, it happened on the very last play of the last practice in London. That's terrible luck, man. Last play of the last practice of the week and you and get it, your hamstring. And what's horrible is that you went to practice and it was cold and windy and rainy. And then that happens. <laughs> yeah, if you'd, done it, if you'd done it on Thursday, you, know, you wouldn't have even had to go. Yeah. Um, so, but he was active in that game. He just didn't play. Mm -hmm. So you can have one or two players that you have ready in case, but maybe we're not quite ready. So it's two different questions. So at some point this week, we either will or won't activate them. And you don't actually have to fill that 53rd spot because what matters is 46. So if you just, if you just hold that spot, 
and don't activate them yet, you just have six inactives on game day instead of seven. Yeah, That's but all you, it is. You know, I, I, just a thought, and this was more of a question to you: is does he have to play as many snaps because of how well the the line has been playing? Well, yeah, that's you know, actually where I, mean, I started this whole better, thing. Yeah, better. There's there's better parts right now. Yeah, so he he comes back and joins Shaq Barrett, who okay nine sacks in his first four games, September Defensive Player of the Month in mm-hmm. the NFC, and, uh, and they and they know what he's up to now. So no sacks welcome, in the last two weeks. Welcome to the big time. And I'm not ripping him by no, saying that no. they're just paying a heck of a lot of attention. They're to him chipping now. him. They yeah. put, they're, they're, he's getting help and. Now. and and Carl Nassib got a sack last week. Finally, Vita Vea and Ndamukong got together for their first half sacks of the season, and they've been doing a wonderful job of eating up blockers and making it easier for Shaq. Mm-hmm. But I just I think you always want more bodies as you can have at edge rusher just to keep rotating them in and keep them fresh. That. And so I don't think it's going to hurt. Okay, so when JPP comes back, first of all, he takes any snaps that Devontae Bono was getting, which wasn't a lot, no. a handful. And then you got Anthony Nelson as the other guy in the rotation, and the team likes him a lot. You hear inside, uh, they were ecstatic when they got him in the draft. Mm-hmm. The coaches like him a lot, so I'm not saying anything. But you could see JPP taking some of his snaps. And then, yes, at some point he's going to take some of Carl and um, Shaq snaps, but those guys are playing about 83% and 84% of the defensive snaps. You could easily go down to 75 with those guys, and maybe they'd be even more productive that way. I just think it's, it's going to be a much better situation all around when JP comes, JPP comes back, and we're not going to be wringing our hands about who's losing snaps. They're all going to play a lot, and they're going to make each other better. And it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. That's, you know... We have to get to them. Now, apparently we've been facing a lot more max protects lately, mm-hmm. which means you have to cover longer, and that's been an issue for us. Well, We, we have to get to the quarterback to help these defensive I, backs. Th- I was just going to say, you can solve a lot of problems with your cornerbacks if you get to the quarterback. Yeah, but it's harder when they're max yes. protecting. Yeah. So it'll be it, – it'll be a, it's, a, it's a little different um, – it's a nice pro- – I, I don't want because it's a problem. It's a nice scenario to have. It's yeah. something that – you know, I think they'll they'll balance it out, and it's going to be fun to watch, and do the count, yeah, and see and see how it plays out. Yeah, on you got Sunday. a nice rotation on the inside, and that's that's working out really well with the three starters and Bo Allen and. Um, I mean, look how excited everybody was Rakeem. that that uh, Sue was coming with JPP, and everyone was going. I'll wait until we see how this plays out. This inside outside, and then Shaq comes in, and so I, I I'm looking forward to it. I think that JPP would get some get some pretty good looks right away because they're still going to mm. continue to be worried about Shaq. Well, it's just, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. where, where do you go? Pick your poison. Hopefully. It's interesting because the the team we're about to play, the Titans, also just got a very important defensive lineman back. They're the team that picked Jeffrey Simmons, uh, the defensive lineman uh, in the draft, even though he tore his ACL preparing for the draft in February. So he was the team, whoever drafted him knew he wasn't going to be ready to go. But from hearing scouts talk, this guy by the, now in February, I don't know, he's probably being projected in the middle of the first round and he mm-hmm. went 19th from hearing scouts talk. I think by the time we got to the draft in, in April, he'd have been being talked about in the top five. This by, I, I have one guy tell me that he was the best player in the draft. Wow. And they got him at 19 because they were willing to, to wait a little while. And as it ends up, they, did, they had to wait seven games. Well, they had to Six wait. Games. But there was a risk factor. And they, they put the risk right. in, you know, as a percentage. And they went with the odds that, okay, he's going to come back. Let's yeah. grab so him. Here, if you want to know what's going to happen, this guy came back, played his first game last week. He, I think he played 
about 30 snaps, 23 snaps, something like that, about 33% of their snaps. He had four tackles, a sack, and a, like a couple quarterback hits. I mean, instant impact with only mm-hmm. about 25 snaps. Yeah. You could you could it, see that from JPP. Either, yeah, either you're, you're a player or a player. You're a player's player. In other words, doesn't matter whether you sit oh. out or not. You're he was ready to go. Ready to and go. that makes it tougher for us because, as Coach Aarons was saying today, this is a very physical team, especially on defense. Their defense yes. is really, really good, and I think people are sleeping on that, the Titans. Uh, they're good and just across the board just about anything, and they get a lot of sacks, and now you throw this guy into the mix. Yeah. And now our guards have to deal with him and our, and our tackles because – and then you may deal with the backup quarterback. We know how well that's always played out for us. For us, yeah, right? This yeah. will be the third straight game where we'll be playing a team whose quarterback is not the one who started the we, season. We, yeah, we think. We, we won't know until – because they're not going to name. They, they, why would they not – they named Tannehill the starter last week. Right. He was 23 of 29 for 300-something yards, and they won the game. They're clearly going to stick with Tannehill. Yeah, it is kind of a weird game how they won. That was kind yeah, of, it, yeah, it was weird yeah. at the end, but it wasn't Tannehill's fault. No, no, no. They, um, it did look like it played out well. They, they, there's no reason for them to go back from Tannehill right now after he had a very good mm-hmm. game. I will say that the Titans have allowed 31 sacks in seven games. That's the most in the league. And that's something we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. We, we really, really need that. And, uh, and it's not just because of Mariota, Marcus Mariota, who got benched. He did get sacked 25 times, but in the five quarters, that plus a little bit more, that Tannehill's played, he's been sacked six times. So that's a that's a The bright spot, though, when Tannehill was with Miami, team beat him. We beat Tannehill? Yeah, I believe so. Last year, so, Miami. Was that last year? Yeah, he was He was their quarterback then, right? We played yeah. Miami in the um, – did we play him last year as well? Because we played him in the hurricane year, which was 2017, right? Or was that last year? That was two uh, years ago, wasn't was it? Was it two years ago? God, they're all falling. When we, ended up, we played Chicago first because our – they moved our game. It was supposed to be the opener against Miami to for the bye week. For some reason, I felt like it was last year, but I know it was one of our wins. Failing we didn't have memories. we didn't have many of them, so it was one of our well, wins. Well, didn't we get nine wins in 2017? No, I don't think it was that year. We'll have to. Yeah, we'll because to, we came into to 18. We'll have to look it, or, <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to look it up. But who, ask us what happened in the game in 2002. And we're like, what's yeah. happening? Well, but yeah, but it's against Miami. Why would you remember that? <laughs> People in Miami don't even remember. I remember when we beat them on Monday Night Football when we were winless at the time. Yes. A few years back. Number of years back. I think it was a Shiano year. Somehow we always end up bringing him up, even though we don't want to. How about how about you know since you brought him up, how interesting is it that. Uh, as well as the New England Patriots are playing, that he was supposed to be the defensive coordinator, and then it fell by the wayside. Yeah, and they don't talk seem about, to have missed him. But the, the interesting part is, is that had he been in that position now, th- those people, the the, they're now like they could be a head coach. Yeah, you know that's your launch pad. Yeah, one it's a Belichick son is uh, um, doing quite well, nicely with it. Here's one of the reasons why New England had. I, I believe they have 18 interceptions yes. already. Here's one of the reasons why they've played Miami, the Jets. Oh, the they pl- the schedule has been insanely easy so far. So they're extremely good, clearly. Yes, but if you watched any of that game last night, Sam Darnold I, was lobbing up prayers that our guys would have just as easily intercepted. They, he was just he, he was making some of the worst throws I've ever seen. I mean, he was throwing them, just lobbing them up for grabs, and they were grabbing them. 
Yeah. I well, but it was against the Jets. Now the Patriots have played a very soft schedule, but they clearly have a very good defense. Well, I think what's kind of crazy is how bad does uh, the Cowboys got to feel that they lost to, to the, the Jets? <laughs> I was thinking while I was watching the game. How did this team beat how, Dallas? How bad? Now we're being. Now we're just ju- well, we're just piling yeah. on okay, everybody and the right now. Are two and four. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. We're, hey, listen, you got to take your shots <laughs> when you got them. You well, know? and I think that's a good illustration though of a, of a uh, thing we were saying either last week time. to week. Yes, mm-hmm. everybody thinks that the what happens in one game in the NFL is so predictive of what's going to happen the rest of the season. And if that were true, after the Rams game, we would have just been clobbering everybody after that too, right? And that Rams game seems so... It was long ago. Uh, I, I realize you say that, but gosh, what's the difference, you know? And that, I think that's what drives people crazy, usually head coaches. Well, part of the difference is in the two games of foul, we played two of the best defensive fronts in the league. Yes. the Both the Saints... And the Panthers' fronts are absolutely killing it against everybody. You saw what the Saints did to the Bears. Those guys are getting after it. Bears didn't look very good. Well, their quarterback doesn't look very good at all. And they were so high on him. Isn't it funny how fast They you... traded up from three to two to get him in the John Lynch coup. Oh, and then did you see who they missed? All the, the, the... Oh, do you mean Deshaun Watson and, <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes? I, I can't remember their names. <laughs> They traded up I know. from three to two to get Mitch Trubisky. Yep. I, I believe he prefers to be called Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Mitchell. But hindsight is twenty twenty, as mm-hmm. always. Deshaun Watson didn't go that high. He, a lot of teams passed on him. Right. I thought when Patrick Mahomes went 10th overall, there was a lot of reaction that that was a bit high for him, which clearly, if the draft was now, he'd be the first pick, no matter what. Right. If a team already had an established quarterback picking first, they'd trade it, you know, if you knew. Yeah. So. If. It's if, easy for us to if uh, and buts and candy but, and but nuts. my point I think still stands that things can change so quickly in this league that from is, week to week. Yes, yes, and and that is I think that's what keeps the league fun is that you just don't know. I mean, you you, you know you're as good as your last game, or are you? Yeah, you don't really. know. You don't know. You uh, don't know. The uh, Atlanta Falcons, however, have not really had an up and down season. They've been pretty much down the whole time. Mm-hmm. And now they're one and six, I believe, and they just traded. I'm sure you saw Muhammad Sanu mm-hmm. to the Patriots for a second round pick. It's the Patriots' second round pick, so it's almost a third round pick. Yeah, but still, uh, that's a surprising trade to me. I like it because Muhammad Sanu tended to hurt us, mm-hmm. not just catching the ball but throwing it. So I like seeing him go away. And you know, there's rumors that the Falcons will start to do what the Dolphins were doing a couple months ago and just start selling off every every piece that isn't nailed down. Wow. You know, maybe Desmond Trufant. You know, guys like that. And I'm not saying the Bucks are so – this is not tampering. No, These no, are no. names that have been thrown no, out there thrown out that, to, that yeah. they might trade to somebody, almost certainly not us in their division. No. So, you know, Vic Beasley. I, I, well, it's the trade deadline, the 29th. Something like that. They, yeah. they moved it back like yeah. two years ago, right? Yeah. It's in, it's in, that would the be end next of, week. Yeah. It's always on a Tuesday. So, yeah. At 4 I mean, o'clock. And that's the thing. You're going to hear a ton of rumors of – but if you're trading a guy, you got to decide – you know, why are you trading him and for what? I mean, well, you uh, have to decide if you're buyers or sellers, too. And Bruce's answer to that question today was, well, it just depends on what you're being offered. So you, he was. Do you take a known commodity of a player that you currently have for a draft pick, which is a. I'm not a fan of that in general. I'm not either because I. I already know I mean, what this guy is. And now I have to. You've been failing the draft all the time. 
right? We, we just, Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yes. Well, I didn't say it. You said I it for me. I cut you off. Yes, yes, but no. Dominating this podcast. No, no, you're, you're fine. You're on a roll. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, well, just, I'm just here I'm just here to facilitate things. So as an example, um, there, there's a rumor out there, we know because it was asked in this press conference, that the Bucks, that the Patriots wanted to trade for O.J. Howard. Mm. Um, that hasn't happened, and I personally hope it does not happen. I would, I would, I, I like OJ. I, I'd like to see. I know the numbers haven't been there yet, but that doesn't matter. Well, the numbers haven't been there for the tight ends. Period. Yeah. I mean, Cam's got a couple touchdowns, but still. Well, what you say, the what the devil's advocate to that would be? Well, maybe the tight ends aren't that important in this offense, which was always the case for mm. Bruce. But the but what we always said and what he said is that well, he never had tight ends like this when he was in Arizona, mm-hmm. and I got to believe, you know. We've seen since Prashad Perryman has been injured, he could be coming back. But it's week. interesting, you know, if if you say you're going to trade your tight end to the Patriots, or you're going to trade someone to the Patriots, if you get a first-round pick, it's pick 32. It's That's a second-round pick, right. no you, matter how many first rounds. And they, you, you got OJ at like 17 or 19. Right. Right. And... And I think we agree. We don't yeah, want OJ no, going but anywhere. I, but I'm just I'm just saying is you know you have to take into that consideration. It's it's not like you're swapping Miami and you're going to get a top five pick. Yeah, and I don't think that this administration and coaching staff has given up on this season yet. Oh no! If you can, there's ten games left, and after we get back from this long road trip, you got to win. As coach was saying, you really got to win at, at home. At least one of these next two games. Yes, hopefully two. If you could somehow get two wins, and Seattle just lost at home, it can happen. You. You come back, you're four and four, but you you have an easier schedule and five home games down the stretch. I I thought as as this journey on the road began, I thought if you could pull it to four and four, you would be in really good shape. You probably wouldn't have guessed if you that could that get that would five. Include... If you get five and four, then you then you'd really be yeah because that's you set yourself games. up right. And It'd be tough to be five and four in, yeah, in eight games. Though, yeah, but well, I'm mean, just saying, or five and three. I'm sorry, <laughs> I wasn't. I'm not very good with math. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Numbers confuse me. Math is math is my strength. Here. I couldn't balance a checkbook. If my life depended <laughs> on it. Do people still do that? <laughs> what balance checkbook? Yeah. I don't know. No, we we don't. What balance a checkbook? Yeah. No, I don't balance it. I just know there's you enough. You just know what you got. I just I just figure as long as you it, can always go online it, and see yeah, what's in there. Yeah, if it keeps clearing, I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing balanced yet. Uh, but uh, by the way, I think I'm a very bad um, over uh, international traveler. Why? Because I I converted some money, some <laughs> U- U.S. dollars into euros right. right before we went to France. Right. And then I had a good amount of it left because France was not nearly as expensive as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I went to the bank um, to deposit it, and the exchange rate I got back. It didn't even get close to what I paid. No. So I, I went to the wrong place or got snowed or something. Yes, you both. <laughs> you went to the wrong place. I went to a little kiosk in the <clears throat> in the first of all, star place. Okay, yeah, that's not where I you... just figured they had to all go by or whatever the rate was no, for the day. No, no, yeah, everybody like, gets to offer a different rate. You uh, can check, there's a rate at the airport. I'm so there's bad a at rate. That stuff. Um, usually your best rate is usually at a bank. Yeah. I now, know. like when I was in Australia, the best rate was at a casino. That's interesting. Yeah. Which was which is where you lived the whole time you were in? No, no, it's just near the hotel, and I was like trying to decide. But um, you know, part of I, I also should have told you that you don't need as much 
currency when you go. We ended up using you use credit your credit card. cards. Yeah. yeah, and I and, didn't even need it. That's what and I'm then and then if you have you know sometimes credit cards will charge you because you have an international yeah. fee. But if we you set have that a, up ahead of time. Yeah, if you have another credit card like the one I have, they don't charge me if I'm out of the country. So, anyways, but yeah, it's a, it's a life lesson. You learn something. Yeah, I mean, I I exchanged five hundred U.S. dollars and got like three hundred twenty euros. Yeah, and then I. Had like a hundred left, and I got right. like a hundred ten for him back. Yeah. I'm like, that's not the same rate. Yeah, no, <laughs> dummy, no. But hey, it was, you went for convenience. Uh, yeah, There's exactly. a lot to be I said. I paid a premium, or for you convenience. could have just held on to the money, and the next time you go overseas, you would have the money true. already. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but that could be a while, a couple did, years. Did I tell you? Did I tell you this story already? I don't know. That I had um, British pounds, and I went to pay something, and they wouldn't take the money because it was I'm old glad money. you bring this up, but let's table that right now right. because we're going to be discussing it during the question segment. Oh, okay. Yes, we have some information. Well, then have some information we're at 23 minutes, so we can yeah. probably uh, yeah, sure. wrap um, it up and bring our guest in. Uh, yeah, is there anything we still needed to cover? I guess from an injury standpoint, no. probably still not feeling real good about DeMar Dotson and, and Alex Kappa being back just yet. Well, so. B.A. didn't feel so bad about how the right side played. You know, he you know he said that, you know, they held their own, so to speak. I think there are times when he is, um, he's being nice. Well, I think the O-line, I think the O-line lost the one-on-one battle. I know that Coach put a lot of the blame for those sacks against Carolina on Jameis himself. And certainly yes. decision-making had a lot to do with it. But I did think he was under duress quite a bit. Totally. And um, I didn't go back and watch every snap, so no. I don't know who was getting beat, so I'm not going to disparage Coach anybody. brought it up, but I like the guy, so I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Um, all right, yeah, you want to get Scotty in here? Sure. Scotty Miller is our guest. We wanted to talk to him because his playing time has been uh, increased lately with Brashad Perryman out. Mm-hmm. And because there's an opening... Now a punt returner, and I think he's one of the candidates. He's probably not going to be able to tell us whether or not he no. is getting that job, but we can still talk to him about how he feels about that and his transition to the NFL, and just you know where he thinks he's going from here. All right, go get him. All right, I will. We'll be back in just a minute. The Salty Dogs. And we're back here on the Salty Dogs podcast for everybody's favorite part of the show yes. when we get a guest in here, and so we're very. Appreciative that uh, Scotty Miller, wide receiver, rookie, um, has joined us. Scotty, thanks a lot. Yep, no problem. We got a two-to-one Scott ratio on you right yeah, now, Yeah, he's a little nervous because I've been salty before we got started, so he's <laughs> apprehensive about what he's getting himself into. I just told him I tried to see if there was a Scotty Miller Wikipedia page, and there's apparently a Scotty Miller who was um, the a drummer, uh, drummer for a funk band called Instant Funk in the 70s, which you probably know. Instant Funk in the no. – He's been in radio a long time, and he's old, so I assumed he <laughs> wow. would know it. Wow, that's a little salty. <laughs> Scotty. So, so anyways, Scotty Miller, how the are receiver. you? I'm good, good. Just got done with the day of practice, day uh, day at the facility, so a little tired, but feeling yeah. good. What'd you do with your bye week? Um, I flew back to Illinois, where I'm from. Barrington, um, Illinois. Barrington, Illinois, yep. Um, I, I lived in Arlington Heights. Did you really? Yes. That's where my dad grew up. Yeah, really? It's like 15, 20 minutes away. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. Right. Is it anywhere near but, Chicago? Uh, yeah, it's right on the I outside. North, yeah, northwest okay. suburbs. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it near Evanston? Uh, no. That'd be north. 
No, you're, you're yeah. I think it's about an hour. Oh, right. gosh. Wow. Hour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's Barrington Hills. Gotcha. Right? That's, yes. <laughs> it's very hilly. Uh, that's, that's, I'm from Barrington Hills. Yeah. yeah for, see. So you went home, saw family, some friends, yeah. stuff like that? Yep. Got to see my, my old high school buddies. My family was good. Kind of relaxed. Give the body a break. It's been a while. Um, so it was nice. You feel refreshed? Yeah. I feel really good. How much fun is it to see your high school buddies and you're in the NFL? It's a lot of fun. They're, uh, they love it. They love asking questions, um, seeing how it is um, in, an, in an actual NFL organization. So. Right. And you're, and you're telling them, yeah, I just got back from London. <laughs> a little tired. Was it any of your friends that put together, like when we drafted you, I remember looking up highlight films and some really, really sick fun highlight yeah. films. Did they put that together for you? Or where'd those come from? No. One of my, so on Twitter, I have a highlight film and actually my now fiance oh. made that for me. Um, oh. She did it my junior and senior year. She put some together for me. She's really good with that stuff. I can see I how have you're no married. idea what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she did it for me. She did a good job. And her name is Jenna Riscala. Okay, Jenna. Jenna, Jenna, Miller, Jenna, Jenna Miller. Miller soon. Yeah. Yep. April 18th coming up. Really? So, wow. Yeah. That sounds like a famous Just name, Jenna Miller. Jenna Miller. I don't know. Um, we always have to. Whenever you talk about your significant other, they always say she, my wife, whatever. I like to put a name to it. So. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Continues so she again. hears it. So she hears. Okay, well, he, he he caught on. You're back from the bye week. You've had six games, regular season games in the NFL now. Mm -hmm. uh, playing more recently, more more time on offense. I know you're not going to be able to tell us, uh, but you were mentioned as one of the possibilities to take over at punt return. So how do you feel like this transition is going for you? I feel good. Um, as far as punt returning goes, I've been back there ever since I got here, getting reps in practice. Um, in the preseason, I got some work in it um, against the Browns. So I feel really, really comfortable, really confident. They do a really good job coaching us up with it. We watch film on it and all that, all that stuff. So um, if I if my name's called and I got to go back there um, this week, I feel like it's a great opportunity and I'm looking forward to it. As he says, I got to go back there. Does that mean it's scary back there? I it think I think it's one of the one of the harder positions in football. But um, like I said, I I look at it as an advantage to, or an opportunity to go make plays um, and get your name out there and help the team out because not a lot of guys want to do it. Um, Why? Why don't they? I think it's just it's just like you said, maybe a little bit scary. You got <laughs> eleven big dudes running down at you, <laughs> and you got to be looking up. Balls hanging out. Yeah, yeah. You don't really <laughs> know where they're at. Um, but um, but once you catch it, then it's a great opportunity a to fun, yeah. to go make plays, run around, go score a touchdown. Yeah, I think one thing that fans wouldn't realize uh, until they gave it a try is how hard it is to judge and field a punt. I mean, I think a kickoff kind of tumbling yes, and it's absolutely. like this trajectory. I've been able to try it years ago on the practice field. Uh, uh, terrible. <laughs> you, you, first, you think it's going to go over your head, so you're backing up, and then it lands here. And so the next time you overcompensate, it goes over. Yes. I don't know how you guys do it, to be honest with you. It's really difficult, practice. especially some of these kickers, these punters now, are, they got the knuckleball, they got a Jeez. banana ball, they got all sorts <laughs> of different balls coming at you. So <laughs> oh God. you got to judge it in the air and yeah. make a good decision quickly. So. Well, that was the next key. You got to make a decision. So it's on you to make the fair catch. You have to make that yes. call in two seconds or whatever it is. Yeah, really. So I like what I like to do is kind of just get a good feel of the ball off the foot and see if it's hanging, if it's hanging high, and if it's um, and if it's short, I'm gonna fair catch it. But if if I know it's deep and kind of low, then I'm a I'm not gonna fair catch it. I'm gonna see what I can do with it. And once you catch it, where do your eyes go? 
um, immediately straightforward. And what we're taught is we want to get upfield quickly. We don't want to we don't want to go horizontally. We want to get vertical. Um, so we you just look for a butt to run off. Really, that's 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 your key. <laughs> they like yeah, it. no, I yeah. get it. They I sound funny, it. but yeah, you're yeah, looking yeah, for yeah, what <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the terminology you're, they use. You're, you're looking up. You're catching the ball, and then where do your so eyes he's go? Looking for a blocker. Yeah, looking for mm-hmm. a blocker. Yeah, yeah. Um, or a butt. I like it. <laughs> you're, there's probably not a whole lot of guys who would be able to say that their very first regular season NFL catch was originally not called a catch yeah. and had to be challenged and overturned. That's kind of unusual, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, of course that would happen. Was, <laughs> but she funny. got it. Yeah, I'll take it for sure. No doubt about it. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy because we Mike was in motion the next play. We were about to snap it, and then he threw the coach threw the flag. So, um, did you know you had caught him. it? Were you sure? I was I was pretty positive, but being in my position, I wasn't about to go no, tell coach right, to throw right, the flag. Right, right, right. <laughs> what is your position? Um, a rookie. A, a rookie. I know. Well, that's right. yeah. <laughs> a, a rookie six round pick, not you know but, getting out there too often. So but a very smart rookie, <laughs> smart rookie, knowing that I'll get another catch some other time. Yeah. yeah. But that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. yeah. The last thing you want to do is talk your coach into reviewing yeah. something. And you don't <laughs> exactly. Get it. And yeah. you never know with these replays. We've been talking uh, about you watch them and you think, okay, we're going to win this yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You but just don't I think know. you ended up with three catches in that game, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. So yes, it's sir. coming along. Yeah. I also had an end around. I think you had a run before you ever had a reception. Yes, that's right. Unusual never thing. would have thought that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's the NFL for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, bit. what's been the toughest part of the transition for you um, to the NFL? I'd say probably. Just the just the different like my offense in Bowling Green was so different than this NFL offense and just the the way we run our routes the way we do things as receivers is just so different than what I was accustomed to at Bowling Green, um, so just that whole transition of learning how to be an NFL receiver um, has been a lot but I think I've progressed um, I've come a long way I, I, sometimes I go back and watch rookie minicamp and then look at what I'm doing now and it's I mean it's crazy how much I've progressed it's gotta ha- it's gotta help having Mike Evans and Chris Godwin around though right oh unbelievable those two are two of the first of all two of the hardest working guys that people wouldn't know that but every day they come in they put the time in um they, they study film and, and the way they work at practice is you can tell why they do what they do on Sundays you know you're not a you're not a huge guy but not at all not at all <laughs> but he's been as he's talking he's moving his hands around and what I notice is how long your fingers are which Helps to be a receiver. I'm just saying, don't go down that road. It also God, helps. You're, it you're helps so, pitching too. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. But Did you play any baseball? Uh, a little bit when I was younger. Yeah. But nothing Not serious. Yeah. Game of I, I bet you, you can palm a basketball. I can. Yeah. Dunk. Yes, I can dunk. People, most people do not believe me when I say that. Oh, I believe you, but I can. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna put you through one the hand test. or two. <laughs> one hand or two. Uh, one hand. Go yeah. up with two. Put it in gotcha. Yep. God, wouldn't you well, like to be able to dunk just one time? <laughs> I'd just like to be able to get out of this chair half the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, go ahead. The Rams game, um, it was a great game, mm-hmm. obviously. It ended yep. wonderfully 55 points, but there was a couple points left on the board when Jameis got hit on a deep mm-hmm. throw. That was going to be a touchdown, right? Absolutely, You yeah. looked like you were five yards behind the guy. Yeah, I, I had like a, a corner and a safety on me. I split them, and I was – they had no one touched me. I was, you know, I was, I was free. You know the one I, we're talking about, Joe? Yes. I thought it was going to be my first catch, yeah. my first touchdown. <laughs> I, I was excited, and then I, I saw the ball fluttering, and yeah. I was like, oh, man. So is all, is all that running through your head that you know you broke free, and yes. here it comes, this is it? That's You're processing that as pretty, you're running? Pretty much, yeah, but you'd like to keep that to a minimum so you stay focused, <laughs> okay. and when that ball comes, you look it in yeah. and catch it. Um, but you can't help but 
at least for me, can't help but think, wow, this is this could be my first catches in this game. It'd be like a forty-five yard touchdown. Yeah, yeah. over it was like a key to leave and Eric oh, Weddle God. guarding me. So like two guys that I've like since a little kid watched. I was like, it's just crazy, you know. So well, you did what you were supposed to do on the play. Yeah, it's yeah. Just too bad the glory didn't come. It'll come eventually, right? Yeah. I, I love your enthusiasm. I, I love the you know when you're when you, the expressions that you're having as you're talking to us. Your eyes, you're just. You, you're appreciative of where you are right now mm-hmm. and all that goes from all the hard work you put in. It just, it's not just a slam dunk. Yeah, absolutely. I, I keep an underdog mentality. I've been overlooked so many times in my life. So just to be here in this position with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm just so thankful for the opportunity and I want to make the most of it. So I'm, I'm trying to do everything I can um, to prove the Buccaneers right for selecting me. Did you think you're going to get drafted? Honestly, I had no idea. The, the, the process was such a crazy process for me. I didn't get invited to the NFL Combine. No really big bowl game. So, if you don't, if you if that doesn't happen for you, usually you're not going to get drafted. Um, but then after my pro day, I had a pretty good day, and I all these teams like five days leading up to the draft. I probably heard from 25 of the 32 teams on my cell phone. So it was just like that's why uh, we heard. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. why we heard the story too. Yes. That you were hardly on the map, and then right. and then it just kind of boom hit me, and I'm like, was yeah. there anybody else at Bowling Green that they came to see? We had a couple guys, but I'm the only guy on the team still, so yeah. none of them ended up ended up panning yeah. out. So. Sometimes you hear that story where they came to the school to see mm-hmm. somebody, and, they, and yeah, they see Scotty Miller yeah. running eighty thousand miles an hour. <laughs> so, so you know, you talk about you weren't invited to the combine and this and that. I, I guess if it's like anything else, they will find you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, You'd they, like to they, think so. you would think. But I guess that, you never know for sure. You know, well, the scouting department. You know, I mean. But the fact that you were off the radar in 25 teams and was uh, and you ended up where you wanted to go, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually, yeah. If if I didn't get drafted, and the Buccaneers would have, off, I would have came. This was my number. I wanted to come here. Really? Like, Why 100%. is that? Why is that? It was because uh, I knew Arians was coming in. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I, his offense, I thought would have fit me well. Um, and then I met with Coach Garver. He came the night before my pro day actually met with me and sat down with me and I really liked him and I thought he could really help uh, groom me into becoming a, a great receiver. So well, good deal. Fascinating right. story. Well, like yeah, it. that is pretty it, cool. It is pretty I'm cool. I'm glad you got drafted though. I mean, that yeah. worked out even me better too. that yeah. way. That must have been <laughs> yeah, exciting. <me> too. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been awfully exciting. That. Yeah, Were you well, sitting I mean, at home with friends? Or? Yeah. So I was, uh, I was back home in Barrington uh-huh. um, with my, with my fiance, cause some, a couple of my best friends, uh, really, we kept it small because we didn't want to have a whole bunch of people over. And then, yeah. hey, I didn't get drafted. Uh, yeah. There's the party, yeah. you know. Some more dip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so we kept it small. And then um, when my phone rang and I, I saw Tampa Bay area code, everyone kind of like shut down and froze. And uh, it was Jason on the phone, and uh, he told me they were selecting me, and everyone just I mean, the house went crazy. That's, so that's that, what an experience. You'll never forget that. Never, ever. No, I, I never get tired of those stories. Yeah. I never get tired of those stories. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Scotty, hopefully you're around here for a very, very long mm-hmm. time. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, we appreciate you coming by for this. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's it was fun, wasn't it? Was a good time. Yeah, it was fun. You want to come back, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's easy when you ask them to say that. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that wasn't exactly he, unprompted. I, I didn't bait him at all. But yeah, all right. so I told him we'd have him for ten minutes. Yeah, it's we got him for twelve. It's the end of but his he's, day. But so. he's been doing so good, though. That's yeah. that's what I like. I'm sure, you got something to yeah. Like to go home and see. The, is is your fiance here? Yes, yeah, he's down in Tampa. Nice. All right, so, all right, we'll let you go. So if, because you're late, you can just blame it on me. Okay? Yeah. Yes. I all right. Will. Very good. Well, thanks, a lot, Sky. Appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Thank you, guys. The salty dogs.
And we're back one more time on the Salty Dogs podcast for this post by week. This mm-hmm. is the third segment where we get to fans' questions. Yeah, I'm kind of curious because we were talking about money and old currency, and then you someone's made me going to st- bring it up. Yeah, someone's going to bring it up, which Somebody I, from, which I'm trying to figure out. Why would you bring that up? Well, that's, I'm glad. Is that the I, number one question, or is that you, like, I can skip it? I had a second, but we can do it first. Well, whatever. you want to get right to it? Yeah, let's get you right really to it. You really need to know. I, you, you've kept me in suspense. Okay, so um, this question comes from a Claire. Um, in England, mm. in London. Okay. Uh, greetings from England. It says, good day, Salty Dogs. Yes. Greetings from England. Just wanted to clear up a matter from last week. Of course you can pay your restaurant bill with coins. It might just take you a while to count it all out. <laughs> yes. So I think you may have been mistaken. No. You told me you couldn't, you I, couldn't turn around and use those coins to pay for things like no, the restaurants. No, it wasn't coins. No, no. That's a different thing. We were talking about that, but what I was talking about is I had paper money, an old five, a tenny. Five-pound note. Five-pound note, a tenny. Yeah, they call it a tenny. tenny. And um, I think I had an old 20 also. No, and yeah, and you couldn't use those. I couldn't use those. No, that's a different story. Yes. You told that story as well, but right. you did say that you couldn't, they wouldn't let you, they wouldn't take those coins back, like if you're trying to pay at a restaurant or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. And so I ended up saying that to several people while I was over there, and right. they were like, didn't know what I was talking about. So apparently that is not true. Um, but I do think, like pennies why would, here. Why would I say you couldn't pay with coins? I don't, I'm not inside your head. Why do you say half the things you say, Jeff? I don't know. I'm going to go back and, and recheck on an old dog. You might have to re-listen to the episode. I'm going to. Um, but that's I think my I'm recollection being mis- I think I'm being... Well, it's my recollection of it, and and this person also heard it. So that both way. of you are wrong. That's possible, Jeff. <laughs> that is possible. I think it's more along the lines of how pennies are basically essentially worthless now. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's there's always lobbies on both sides of people that think we should just get rid of the penny. Okay. And then there's a strong pro penny lobby, but it's it's yeah, paid for by the companies that make the pennies. I am so confused because I don't know why I would say you couldn't pay with coins. Yeah, maybe you were. You know, maybe you were. I just having a bad day that day. I don't know. I'm going to re-listen. It was to a the, senior uh, moment. I'm going to wonder how long ago was that? I think it was the last episode, or it was probably right before we went to London. So it'd be two episodes ago. Right, I'll check it. So there is thank a you question for updating me. If I did, I, I I stand corrected if I made the mistake. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> How's that? It's a little long, but it's a good All one. Right. We are actually we are actually Bucks fans. Bucks season ticket holders, it says, despite living in the UK and have been for a few years, and both myself and my husband work on motorcycle racing 24 out of 26 weekends. That's pretty cool. Wow. April to mid-October. So we had to miss the London game live, parentheses, although we aren't too upset now. Oh, winky, winky, wow. Winky face. Emoji. Had to be a little salty there. <laughs> well, but the point is they're going to get to see some Bucks games, and that probably wasn't yeah. the best one, although right. the venue was very cool. Yeah, beautiful. I would love to play yes. there again. That beautiful. was an awesome place. Last year, we started trying to attend an away game each year to travel to the USA and made it to Carolina two days after our wedding in Miami. Well, that's exciting. Mm. See, there's a lot of detail in this letter. Very much so. Anyway, to get to the point, we flew London to Nashville via Atlanta on Saturday for the tight. We fly. I read that wrong. We right. fly London to Nashville via Atlanta on Saturday for the Titans game. So they're probably on Delta or they'll be yeah. Delta because Atlanta. Everything. Or, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. maybe not from London to Atlanta. Yeah, no. Well, there is a direct flight from uh, London to Atlanta. On Delta? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Maybe yep. that's what they're doing. Uh, on Saturday for the Titans game, you never really mentioned the stadium when you talk about your favorites or least favorites. She's talking about the Titans stadium, uh-huh. which has had like four different names, and now I think it's called mm-hmm. Nissan Stadium. It is. LP Stadium, mm-hmm. the Coliseum, the Adelphia Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Of course, we didn't talk about that. We 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 only go there like once every eight years. It's nice. Yeah, that, that's what she wants to know. Could you let us know what we should expect from our forty-eight hour visit? The stadium, I think, it looks a lot like ours. It is very much like ours. It's, it it was built in that yeah that, the, the same architects that did it. The difference the difference that I noticed between Raymond James Stadium and and the Titan Stadium is we do a lot of you know there's concrete but we do a lot of bunting and everything and it changes the look and mm. they don't do that so much yeah. at that stadium aren't there end zones open too mm-hmm. the structure of the stadium on the sides and coming around the corners looks a lot like ours and very much but so. obviously we have very distinctive end zones yes and and the nice part is the stadium <laughs> is downtown so if you're staying downtown you're going to be really in great shape well yeah Go ahead. Just because everything you can, there's actually a bridge that you can walk over to the stadium. Oh, you don't necessarily nice. have to drive. Well, that she said, what can we expect our 48 hours? Apart from Fun. the stadium, Nashville is a f- Fun. great place. Yep. Yeah. Just just uh, one road or one street. You got to know Broadway. Yeah. If you're on Broadway, you're good to go. A lot going on. Yeah. And there's so much to see too. I mean, uh, you know, country music history is there. You know, the mm-hmm. there's uh, a lot of music. There's history. a yeah. I mean, it's a very very there's a lot. It's a very good nightlife. It's, I mean, if you're looking for that kind of thing, even during the day, it's it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's kind of like it's hilly too. Oh, the whole yeah. area is hilly. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of drive down into Nashville. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's I think it's a neat place. If I were a, a London resident who got to come over here every now and then, mm-hmm. it would be on the list of cities I would suggest you go to. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, you're gonna have a marvelous time. I, mean, I, I hope they hear this before they go. Let's yeah, she see. said they fly on, um, as long as they choose to listen to it, they fly on uh, Friday, I think she said. Friday? Okay. So um, Did they okay. say after they go to Saturday. Miami for their... No, that was last year. Oh, last year. So this year, they're flying to Atlanta, driving to Nashville, or are they... No, they're flying. Flying into Nashville, okay. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be nice. Yeah, you're going to really like Nashville. Uh, get some hot barbecue. I mean, hot chicken. Well, there's that, but the barbecue is very good there, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, the barbecue yeah, is fantastic. Uh, yeah, so you can't go wrong. So uh, you, I think we think you're going to like Nashville, and hopefully you'll like the game. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a dogfight. Yes, uh, always is. They have not allowed a single opponent to score more than 20 points this mm-hmm. whole season. We generally score more than 20 points. Mm-hmm. We were very rarely held below 20 points, mm-hmm. and we're averaging almost 29 points a game. So. And they give up a lot of sacks, as you said before. They give so up a lot of sacks, but they get a lot of sacks. Y- yes, so hopefully we can... It's going to come down to big plays, mm-hmm. as it often does. You know, turnovers, hopefully we're on the right side of it this time. Um, you know, hey, hey, listen, the fact that there were seven turnovers, and allow, I'm going to back it up and say, you know, really five or six, because the seventh one was, was at just, the end. Yeah, so I'll say one. six. Six turnovers and you're still in it is pretty remarkable. And I, I still have not figured that out. It still boggles my the mind. The defense really stood up in mm-hmm. some tough situations. Mm-hmm. And um, – Really, the sixth turnover was the one that ended it, the Bobo Wilson fumble. I think that's what's so frustrating is that you're you you almost you're almost um, oh, it's, it, oh, oh, that type of thing. How's that? That was my interpretation of a Buck fan. <laughs> I had uh, it was the bye week, mm-hmm. so I went with some friends to watch some football because I don't get to watch. Yeah. And if you stay home, I don't have Sunday ticket because I never yeah, need it. Right. You're going to be watching one two games tops. So you go to a place. Uh, an establishment, you can see all the games going mm-hmm. on at once. So that was neat, but yeah, when you're sitting with your buddies talking about the Bucks, it's hard. There can be some conversations that aren't yeah, uh, it's real a, pleasant. It's unfair. 
Oh, I don't know about unfair. No, I'm just saying, why would you torture yourself? <laughs> I'm not saying think your they, friends were wrong. <laughs> I think they take it easy on me yeah. because they know I have to live this. It, um, you and, know what I found interesting, and it's, it's weird because you get so wrapped up. This is your, you know, this is what we do for a living. And driving around, I mean, Sunday I ran some errands, and I was surprised, like, how many people were out and about, you know, and then... <laughs> I wasn't like in a hurry to get home by one o'clock. That was the kickoff nice was. That was, that nice was the other thing. thing. I was like, you know, and the next thing I know, it was like quarter to two, and I went, oh, I guess I'll catch the second half yeah, of the uh, Packer football. game. Yeah, there were a lot of blowouts. Yeah, it wasn't a great week. No, no, and uh, I wasn't enjoying what I was seeing from a fantasy standpoint on any of the TVs. Mm, no. So that wasn't good for me. No, no. I had Aaron Rodgers. Wow, who scored a billion points? But he had it wasn't a perfect. Enough. Perfect yeah. quarterback rating. Which was the first time the Packers have ever yes. had one. I and was you surprised. Think, and think of all the quarterbacks they have. You would just think, well, they, I don't think they did ratings when Bart Starr played. But well, but they can, they, they, they do. go back they and retroactively, look. Oh, okay. Every, every performance has been retroactively scored. I mean, you would, well, yeah, you would think then. It's the first time ever. Yeah. Which is shocking. We've had a couple of them. We've had at least one. Mm-hmm. Craig Erickson had one. Craig um, Erickson, there's a name yeah. we haven't heard from in a long so, time. So, I mean, I bet most teams have had at least one. Yeah. So uh, huh. it's kind of surprising that that had never happened. Think of all the games they've had with Brett Favre and Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers and um, Bart Starr. Yeah. yeah. Mikowski, Magic Man. Magic Man, Man <laughs> who's, uh, whose run as a starter ended right here in yeah. Tampa. Yeah. We got to see Brett Favre's debut, and I think we mentioned the other day he th- we, uh, his first completion was to? Us. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. That's he right. He was tipped, and he caught it himself. <clears throat> all right, another question. Okay. It uh, begins, salsa cannabis, which is, that sounds bad. Mm. But I think it's, it's legal in most states now. <laughs> <laughs> According to this person, salsa cannabis is Latin for salty dogs. So I guess we'll have to take their word for it, huh? Oh, interesting. It sounds, it does not know what it sounds like. It no, is. I'm disappointed now. <laughs> As a former... Or, or it's a Spanish term for mm-hmm. cannabis. Salsa. <laughs> As a former, did somebody say salsa? Uh, salsa? As a former Floridian, the one thing I miss more than watching the Bucks on broadcast TV is a Publix sub. Oh, and I was willing to read this make, question because they're a Peter partner. Yeah, but I will say they do make a great sub. It's amazing. You run into people and they find out you're from Tampa and they, they're from Tampa. Uh-huh. They always bring up Publix subs. Well, that that in another establishment is <laughs> ah, all other Man, <laughs> you're trying to make this thing R-rated all of a sudden. I do. <laughs> Um, okay, so he goes, man, those things are good. Mm-hmm. What is it about them? Is it the bread, the boar's head meat, the freshness of the toppings? I don't think it's the boar's head meat because I've gotten them with the with the public's meat. And yeah. They're great. I, I'm not really sure what it is, but for whatever Quality reason. Quality ingredients. Yeah, I, I think that, that. The bread is very good. No, I always. It's kind of pillowy. I mean, I will say I always get it with the boar head's meat. I oh, that's because you're fancy. Yeah. Um, I have to, since I always. Throw away my money with terrible exchange rates. Yes. I have to be more you, careful. Yeah, you have to be more careful. See, I'm more meets. fugal when I exchange my money. <laughs> I just use money that you can't spend. <laughs> so, Jeff, you just learned is more fugal with his money. Yes, very much so. Um, very much so. I mow my own lawn. Yes. <laughs> so do, well, I don't mow my own no, lawn. No, you my have son a kid. Does. You make him do it. <laughs> I pay him. I know. Um, I know. Which is a good thing. So he says, for my question, have you guys tried the Tampa Bay Buccaneers sub from Publix? And he's got a yes, link here. It is good. The, the one this year you've tried? No, last year. Yeah, it was. Some, it's different this year because I looked oh, on I this link that. and it's like chicken tenders, cheddar cheese, okay. bacon, some well, kind of gold, gold sauce. Look, 
But that's not what it was before. It was, no. it was good. It was a weird mixture of flavors. You throw bacon. I bet you people <laughs> eat almost anything with bacon on it. I don't know. It, it, the picture didn't look. It wouldn't be the sub I would choose. Yeah. Chicken tenders and yeah. cheddar cheese and bacon and something. But said, see, to me, chicken tenders is not to be in a sandwich. People love the chicken tender sub at yeah. Publix. It's a very no, popular I, thing. No, I understand. I wouldn't I'm, do it either. No, because see, to me, chicken tenders is grab it and dip it and there Remember you when go. Remember, we, we, were you involved when we did a bracket here at work and we, we had 64 sandwiches and everybody voted and we got down to number I one. saw it on the wall. Do you remember what won number one? Mm-mm. PB and J. I don't It's just because that. nobody was against it. Whatever uh, sandwich you bring up, yeah. somebody's not going to like a But see, what I don't Cuban. like, okay, but here's the thing is I don't either, either it's a peanut butter sandwich or a jelly sandwich. Well, I like. I can't put the two together. I agree with you. I only, my whole childhood, I only ate peanut butter sandwich. Yes. No jelly. No. But. Unless you had a jelly sandwich by itself, just jelly. You, you just had like one in each hand? No. You're alternating between peanut no. butter and jelly? No. <laughs> That's an idea. No. But I'm just saying. Just I never ate a jelly sandwich. You, no, really? Oh, yeah. If you had bread and you had jelly, why wouldn't you toast the bread and make toast and put jelly on it? We were poor. We didn't have a toast. Oh, please. <laughs> Liar. We were poor. Yeah, a, tour is, a, tour, a, tour, uh, a toaster is a really high price. Yeah, item. yeah. Um, and they last forever. You would think. I think not the I one up, not the one upstairs. That thing, they finally got a new one. I'm pretty sure that um, my wife and I are still using the toaster oven we got Same at our one. wedding huh? twenty. You are frugal. Twenty four years ago, <laughs> <laughs> those things aren't going to go wrong. <laughs> what possibly could go wrong? What with could a go toaster? wrong with a toaster? All right, all right. So, um, so if so, how is it? If you've tried it, I don't. I haven't tried. This I haven't year's. tried it this year. Does yeah. it successfully capture the essence of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wow. in sandwich form? <laughs> oh, I would say no. Oh, 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 oh that's a that's a Come tough on. one. Come um, on now. What exactly is spicy gold sauce? From looking at the picture, it looked yeah. like a mustard type yeah, of sauce. Probably, I would, say, right? I would think. If you haven't tried one, maybe someone would want to pick one up before you record the podcast. Too late. Uh, too late. And try a few bites on the air. This would have been a better question for the bye week. Oh, yes. well. Stay salty. Mark from Mesa, Arizona. Ah, oh, Mesa, Arizona. Have you been That's to Mesa? Re- yes, I have. It's really nice there. Very nice. I've been to Mesa because my father lived in Tempe for mm-hmm. like, they're right next to each other. Yeah. At one point, the mayor of Mesa was named Scott Smith. I didn't know well, that. I mean, he's probably still named Scott Smith, yeah. but a guy named Scott <laughs> he's Smith... Not, he's no longer Mayor Scott Smith. Mayor of, <laughs> so you're Mesa. correct. His name is no longer Mayor Scott Smith. Yes, but it is still Scott Smith. There's All a right. lot of us out there. Yes. Um, okay, so that was a good question. That was fun. Thanks, Mark, from Excellent. Mesa, Arizona. Um, I bet it's hot right now there, but it's, no, a, it's, it's a dry cooling heat. off now. It's a dry heat. Listen, blowtorch <laughs> is a dry heat. Continue. All right, the last question. Dogs, I've probably heard Scott say a million times on other shows that it doesn't really matter. I guess she's talking about like our Insider Live and stuff. Uh-huh. No, I think this, I don't know if this is a man or woman. The name is Carrie Johnson with a K, K-E-R-R-Y. Could be either or. He or she was probably talking about those shows and says that it doesn't really matter who starts at running back because I'm always asked, when is Ron, Ronald Jones going to be the starting mm-hmm. running back? Right. It, it, what matters is who ends up with the most playing time. And he or she says, Jeff, in parentheses, you're absolved from this one. So she's he or she is wow. pointing out that I always say this. It's not you. Oh, okay. you're not a fault here. Okay, thank I, you. I guess I see the point, but I'm not 100 percent sure I agree. Could there be some psychological edge for a running back to be out there when the game starts and get going fast? And isn't it kind of like a batting order in baseball? They're all going to hit, but you want to start with your best guys so they get up more often. What do you think, Scott? Willing to change your tune a little bit on this? It's a guy. Okay, which what's your clue? Because he goes, Scott, would you want to change your tune? That's a guy thing to say? Yeah, he's, he's challenging you. Well, true. So That's, you're saying I'd the take woman it, wouldn't more, be as confrontational? I no, no. 
she'd be sneaky about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She'd be more, I'm sorry, I should back that up. Women are I'm sneaky, gonna, yeah, no, Jeff Ryan. Yeah, wait, let me back up. <laughs> she would be more subtle. Subtle, well, that's a much nicer way to put Thank it. Thank you. Um, I don't, I'm not, uh, I'm not insulted by this question. No, I'm not either. Um, so yeah. Scott, what's the answer? Well, he asks, he or she, you think it's a he, asked me, I'm guessing. Well, am I willing to change my tune a little bit? Yeah, a little. I can see the point. I mean, it's true. Batting orders in baseball are overrated. It doesn't matter that much as much as people think it does, but mm-hmm. it does make sense over the course of a season. The guys batting first, second, or third are going to get up more often. But, 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 but you know, I, I kind of understand it, but most running backs, they got to get into a groove. Yeah, well. So whether you get in the groove at the first snap or you come in in the second series. But it could get you in the groove sooner. Groove. But in our particular case, Bruce Arians says, whoever's got the hot hand. So if you want to be the running back, when you get your chance, you better make it happen quickly. Right. Because it keeps going back and forth. If you're hot, the other guy doesn't come in. Well, but but different runners. Well, too, then you're though, making an, then you're making an argument that it is important who starts because no. Peyton Barber gets the first chance to get high. Right. Um, a little bit, and and honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if at some point um, Ronald Jones is starting, mm-hmm. and they but Peyton will still get his chances. But they run differently, though. That's true. Uh, I think that Ronald Jones has been a bit more dynamic this year. Mm-hmm. Um, He's I, seen the hole. I do, and he makes sharp cuts, he, he, which Peyton does as well. But maybe Ronald Jones he, a bit more. Yes. One thing I really I like think, go ahead. about Peyton's running, and I see it every week, is that he's very good when contact is made. Even if he isn't able to get away from the tackle, he generally manages to fall forward, forward. through the tackle. Um, so you get you see, I saw Christian McCaffrey doing that a lot too. Always gets that extra yard, and that can matter. Yeah, yes. That can really matter. Yeah, um, I agree. He doesn't get stopped for losses very often, and um, he tends to maximize what he can get on, on most of those carries. Um, so that's good. But I do think Ron Jones is probably a bit more dynamic, mm-hmm. and at least he's shown to be so far this season. Um, you know, Coach Arian said on Tuesday when he was asked, because he said, you know, you do a lot of self-scouting during the bye week, and we, could there be changes? We know there's going to be a change at punt returner, but what else? He said, not no, no big changes, but you do look at what you're doing well and – what you're not doing well, and there could be some guys moved around a little bit. So that could be one of them. I'm just guessing here, but it could be, yeah, maybe we'll start Roland Jones instead of Peyton in the next couple games or something like that. Or it could be stuff in the secondary. But it would not surprise me, and I'll admit, Kerry Johnson, that, yeah, I could probably use to change my tune a little on that because I generally always say the same thing. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a fair point by him or her. I like the question. That's the last one. Because I wasn't involved. <laughs> so I lost in fantasy in that fantasy challenge. Oh, uh, you did. Again. I won last week. I was 4-2. and two. If I'd have won, I would have been in second place. And since I lost, I'm in sixth. But the only reason I lost is because the Cardinals told me that David Johnson was going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And he put him in the lineup. He plays three snaps, and they take him out, and the backup gets three touchdowns. Chase Edmonds. All I needed from... David Johnson was 10 points, and he gets that all the time if he plays. But he didn't. But he didn't. So I wasted 45-point Aaron Rodgers experience. Oh, wow. And my other main running back was out. So I've been telling you that I have running back depth issues, and that's what killed me this week. Is that why you have your opinion about running backs? It doesn't matter? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) It does matter when you start David Johnson, but then only let him play three plays. There you go. So it it didn't matter whether he started or not. It didn't matter. I would have preferred they just told me he wasn't going to (laughs) start, although I didn't have Chase Edmonds. No. You're really mad if you're the team that has both of them. That's what they call handcuffing. Mm -hmm. And uh, and you you started the wrong one. That's the people who are really mad. 
I couldn't get my hands on Chase Edmonds. All right. So I didn't have an option really anyway. All right. Well, me st- I'm stomping on this sandbag to get out my frustrations. Let's begin. Let's begin our next two weeks, uh, our road journey. We go to Nashville, Nashville then we come Seattle. home, and then we go to Seattle. So next week's a short week, so we're going to be really jamming because we're going to go to Fly Seattle on Friday. on Friday. Yeah. So we're going to be jamming. I've always loved when we did it that way. Yeah, I do too. I it's do just too. nice to be able to relax for that first night. Well, you're then there. You can get stuff done on. Yeah, Saturday. you get up and you're there. You're not. You're not traveling. Yeah, um, I do like. I do like how Bruce's setup is a little bit. I, you do get there a little later than I prefer, but you know that's that's here nor there. Parking at the airport's cool too. Mm-hmm. That's a new. All thing. good things. Yeah. All, right. All right, people don't care about that. Nope. So let's just let's end begin. It. And I'm going to go see if I find some time to listen to that podcast because I. Thanks for thanks to Scotty for coming on. That was yeah. a fun conversation. Yep, yeah. good week. Uh, and uh, good we'll, job. Getting we'll be back next week. It's a better podcast. with a W. It's a better podcast because we had a player. I got actually got another. Um, I think it was on Twitter. Uh-huh. Somebody uh, complimented us on the last one. They said you guys did fine playing so long. Oh, really? Yeah. We, if you remember that last week, we kind of just stream of consciousness all over the board. <laughs> so you know, it's nice yeah. to change your pace. It was. It was fun. All right. Since you did, thanks for listening.